Welcome back to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, Suzanne Vick. But first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more for your athletic department and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also call them at 614-981-3589 or email sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your program by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, and Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with having an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help with team communication and attendance, and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started on the Final Forms team. We also want to say thanks to Gipper, our newest sponsor. Gipper is the way that athletic directors, schools, coaches can create world-class marketing content. You can create custom branded content for your school's social media channels in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com and tell them you heard about it on the Educational AD Podcast. That's Gipper.com create world-class marketing content. We also want to thank Huddle. At Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle 
to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They've got online tools. They have smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs all the way through high schools and colleges. And even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes and the college coaches that you're trying to get to recruit them. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the parents and the student-athletes a voice, and it helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then call 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. This week, we've got uh, my good friend, uh, Suzanne Vick. Suzanne is a certified master athletic administrator. She's the director of athletics at Curtis High School up in Washington, uh, very active at the state level. Uh, she's won a ton of awards. Um, you know, one of the one of the real pros in our profession. Um, Suzanne, you and I were talking recently about um, how can we do a better job as leaders? How can we help our students do a better job uh, in the area of sportsmanship? So uh, I know you've got a couple of things to share today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It has, um, we're, we're finishing, we're getting close to our end of our school year. So we're super excited about that. But um, we thought it was super hard inside the pandemic to do athletics and, and supports. And what we realized it was actually harder when we came back. And I don't know if this is a nationwide issue, but here where we're at in the state of Washington, um, we didn't come out of this very well. And we didn't come out of it very well from a student fan uh, base. And that uh, has been something that we've really needed to tackle and address uh, this year um, because it just, um, just it just they came back a little bit naughty um for lack of a better way to say that um we had a pretty big crowd at our volleyball games and our kids really wanted to be connected and really wanted to be there um but they didn't know how to do it appropriately and so having been gone we were one of the last groups of students that got back into in-person school they were gone for a long time and I, they lost some of those social skills that were really important um, to being a successful high school and um, so here's an example. I asked one of my student athletes, I said, I said, that's really disrespectful 
the way they were referring to another team. And he, he looked at me dead serious. He goes, that's the point. And I'm like, what? And disrespect has become the norm. And then I made the comment. I said, you know, when you go to college, probably nobody is going to check this behavior, but it's not what we do in high school. His next comment was, well, isn't high school to prepare you for college? I'm like, well, you're really witty, but we're, we're definitely missing a, a huge piece. So we at Curtis have spent an enormous amount of time um, talking with our students um, after one of our volleyball games, and it was pretty rough. Um, I had nine of our students in, um, and we talked for about two hours and just really had to recreate what's acceptable behavior, what's unacceptable behavior. And then as each and every month, we started meeting with our athletic directors in our league. We have a league of 10, super competitive league. Um, we're all having the same issues. And so we, um, my, myself and another one of our athletic directors, Jesse Case, um, we got together, we started doing some planning for what we called Honor the Game Summit. So we did an Honor the Game Summit um, about a month ago. Um, we're hoping to roll out a video that kind of captures what we did. So if someone wanted to try to emulate it, they could. Um, but a lot of planning went into it. We had two students at each of our um, 10 schools, plus all of our ADs, including our district ADs that joined us on a day. We started at 10, we fed them lunch and they all left at one. And we, we just spent a ton of time um, really talking and trying to come out, come up with a definition of what does it mean to honor the game? How do we honor it as um, athletes? How do we honor it as coaches? How do we honor it as a, for officials? How do we honor it as fans? And what would be okay? And so when we decided on our students, who we were going to choose, um, they had to be athletes, but they also had to be athletes that would choose to be in the center of the student section. So this, those, so it, we had a football player who was in the center of the basketball section. We had a cheerleader who um, obviously the center of the student section, but those are the two that we picked, really tried to have male and female voices and then demographics that represented each of our schools um, that came together. We met here at Curtis High School and um, just spent a lot of time and trying to define where's the line of we're having fun and we're having, we're being super disrespectful. Um, so that, that was a, uh, it was a good event. And then as we left there at the end, every school was tasked to try to take that information and go create it at their own school. So do you want me to break down kind of the things we talked about? What are you thinking? Well, the first thing I'm thinking is you're not alone that uh, ADs across the country are experiencing this. And I, I think you're right. I think people came back from the pandemic and there'd been no sports at all. And so they had all their energy, both good and let's say not so good, you know, built up and, and ready to release. And, you know, your question about, you know, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate um, from a high school perspective, they only see you know, their own school, and then the schools they travel to. But I think even more so than that, uh, they're watching, uh, let's say, you know, college basketball on ESPN, and, and some of the things that you see from the college student sections that, um, you know, 
watching on TV, you can chuckle about that and say, well, that's kind of funny, but it's, it's stuff that we probably don't want to see in our high school gym. So again, figuring out where that line is, um, you know, you're, you're a young person, you know, I'm a, I'm an old retired AD, uh, you know, what's appropriate for me uh, versus, you know, what a 16 year old's definition of a sportsmanship and appropriateness is, you know, that's the challenge. So uh, I love the idea about the summit. Um, how did it all play out or what were some of the things that you did? Um, well, starting off with the two, the words you just used is sportsmanship. That word is used a lot. And I think it, it, it kind of starts to fall on deaf ears. What does that mean? What does it look like? And so that's why we went with the, the word honor honor the people that have put the time in to do what they're doing, honor the kids that have worked so hard to be there, honor the officials and the coaches that are giving of their time to be there and really getting that message across is what, it, what does it mean to honor somebody? And it doesn't mean this, this, or that. And so you know, we started with the usual, um, you know, icebreaker concept and get to know you. What school do you go to? Um, the question we asked them was what makes your school unique? And that was really insightful and fun because, you know, we don't get a chance to really get into a different high school in our district very often. So that was great. And then um, we've had a lot of issues in the state of Washington. Um that land their way on on the news uh, for for inappropriate stuff. And so we really, when we when we started this, Jesse kind of led uh, the why are we here? Like why are we here today? So we showed some examples of things, you know, racial issues, targeting targeting of people, different chants that kids do, start the buses, air ball. Um, we have a private school, kids will chant daddy's money. Um, and, you know, those kind of things, um, theme nights, and it doesn't take very long to find a video of a newscast of somebody re being really inappropriate. And so we started kind of showing these things, um, couching it with the fact that these things have actually happened in Washington, even though this is a video from back east. Like these are present day moments, things that happen here with us. And so we really challenged them. What do you hear? What's appropriate? The thing that um, our kids really struggled with is, is it okay to chant air ball? Is it okay to, um, for volleyball, they'll chant, there's a net there. Like, because the person served it into the net or hit it into the net. And, and, you know, ADs definitely have a differing opinion about that versus what our kids had. Um, but they were very much um, adamant that targeting of kids um, is a no-go. Like the line draws when you're targeting a, a single person or a single player or using any part of their um, being as a, as a negative. So it could be racial, could be gender, could be weight, um, that, that that was a no-go. Everything that you just said, uh, I'm in agreement with, not that it matters, but I, I do agree with that. Uh, did the topic of, because I, I hear this discussion all the time, uh, basketball game, kids shooting free throws, uh, can the opposing crowd or what's the opinion of the opposing crowd making noise, uh, you know, just, ah, you know, during that free throw, did you guys talk about that? You know, it, it did not come up. Um, it, that that did not come up. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, you know, I think the noise is the noise. 
um, in that space. But again, shouting out numbers, shouting out names, right. shouting Specific out a person targeting. and you're yeah. terrible. And mm -hmm. like that was really in their space was off limits. Um, Jesse kind of wrapped it up of like, all right, if you guys are saying you're going to honor and respect, how does this? Um, talked a lot about introductions in, um, you know, is it okay to turn your back or hold up a newspaper? Right. Things that they see out in we, the We did that when I was in high school 100 years ago. <laughs> um, again, back to that's super disrespectful. Like, why can't you just honor the game? And, you know, just even yesterday, we're doing summer league basketball. We're hosting here. Four of my kids here are trashing on this kid. This one of the best athletes in our state because he missed a dunk. I go you either going to go home or you're going to stop like instantly you're going to go home or you're going to stop. And you need to just marvel in the fact that that kid's super athletic and he's very talented and it's okay just to honor him for that. You don't have to say anything at all. Either way, you don't have to say anything, but marvel in that. One of the things that um, one of the students said in, um, in our conversations is that they wanted administration to draw the line instead of react to something that goes over the line. Right. So they wanted this clear expectation. It's like, no kids are going to go read the code of conduct. No kid is going to go and find out what you're asking of them. But if you draw the line, then you hold us to the line. We're probably going to comply. And so I thought that was really good wisdom from a kid's perspective. Um, if they know nothing's going to happen, then the kid's just going to go a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. We see that in education all the time, right? Um, so we spent a lot of time talking as a big group. And then um, after lunch, they were tasked with um, defining honor the game. And then they were put in groups of uh, about five or six. There's usually an AD there just listening to the conversation about what does that mean to you? Um, to honor the game. They had white little, um, oh, those big, huge sticky notes. Right. And then they just were able to work hard to define um, what that means to them. And then Jesse did a great job of breaking us out and, and really sending us with our, with our task of how do we go do that. The thing that's hard, I think, in this is every AD is different. Some are super relational, some are super business-like, some are really good at the paperwork. You know, this job, you know, a lot of different personality types can do this job, but you're always going to have spaces that you are more engaged, better with your relationships with peers. You know, I'm finally at the point four years later that I can look at somebody and they're going to change their behavior because of how I'm looking. That relationship has been built. I've got that teacher look. And they're like, oh, shoot, I probably should stop right now. And I don't even have to say anything. So um, those are those are kind of some things. Um, but like I said, we have this captured in um, in a video that we're working on editing um, that we may be able to share. And I'm super happy to share this with anybody. I have our agenda. You know, somebody could take this and make it that much better, greater and more applicable to their own school. But it was a start for us because we go to schools, um, we're super diverse. Um, my school's um, over 50% black and brown students. And we have some schools in our district that are, are very, very white. Um, and, and our kids have issues when sometimes when they go there and we, we were able to address that. And how do we, 
how do we combat that? Um, and why would that be important for an AD at a primarily white school to know how my kids are feeling? That's important. And so just, it was, it was great. It was a great conversation. Our kid, I was really proud of our kids and, and all of our league um, representation in that. And now the, the proof's in the pudding. Everybody's got to go and, and do this on their own and figure out how we're going to just get better a little bit at a time and honor, honor the game, honor the officials, honor our coaches and, and players um, and come out of this great, come out of this better than we ever had before because we're being super intentional. Yeah, again, that challenge is, um, you know, convincing the kids that it's, it's a good thing to cheer for your team and not so much against the other team. Now, I know you're, uh, I'm going to pick on you. I'll put you on the spot here. I know your basketball team had a pretty successful season this year uh, for our listeners. They won the state championship. Um, I think it's easy to cheer for a team when they're winning. Um, did over looking back uh, with your uh, 2020 hindsight, how was your fan behavior uh, as far as that negative spectrum, you know, uh, cheering against the other team during your state championship run? Did the winning take care of it or were there still bits and pieces of it there? No, they're just naughty. Um, we're just working. We're just working with that. Um, the, the balance is they just want to have fun and that's what they think is fun. Right. And so trying to get them. And one thing that, um, we are doing, and this will be in place for next year is, is working to create an event at every, at every game so that the event is the student section, not necessarily the game. Mm -hmm. And so they can focus on, this is what chant we do when we're, you know, when we just hit a three point shot or we just got an ACE, this is what we do. Um, so that the student section has really a like you're in charge, you're, you've got a task to do each and every moment that you're part of this game. So they don't veer off on just focusing on the other team. Like that's what we're going to try really hard to do. And we've got a committee together with our school to really create an amazing fan experience that people want to come to that it's really fun and, and engaging. And so got some plans for that. Cause I think if you create the event inside the contest, um, it, it can, some of that stuff can take care of itself. So that's, um, that's kind of on me um, with this group of student leaders that uh, people will listen to. I do not, I'm not an AD that wants to stand over my student section with my arms crossed with a sad face or a mad face trying to get them to behave. That's not my personality. I want them to do the right thing all the time and, um, and really enjoy and highlight our team. Um, we, we had a pretty successful year this year, not only in boys basketball, but our boys swim team won the state title. Our girls water polo won the state title and so did our girls track team. So, uh, we've had an unbelievable season or an unbelievable year, um, in athletics, but it did not just that that success did not, um, cause that to go away. So still a work in progress. It's easier when there's bigger venues because you can't really hear what kids are saying, but they're still probably saying naughty things. All right, let's go ahead and, uh, and close this out with uh, two things. Uh, number one, this will be the easy one. If one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain a little bit, find out how you do things up there at Curtis, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? 
probably the best way is my email address. Um, so it's S as in Sam, Vic, V as in Victor, I-C-K, at UPSD83.org. And that stands for University Place School District.org. So SVIC at UPSD83.org. And uh, Suzanne's information is on the NIAAA portal as well. All right, here's the, uh, the final question. Uh, you mentioned you had a video and that this was kind of step one of an ongoing process. So what's your you know, first day of school uh, for the fall or first student meeting? You know, what's your activity? What's your goal uh, when you come back to school? Um, the goal is um, even before we come back to school. So we met with our student leaders yesterday. Um, we're going to set up a meeting next week to start the process of what do we want it to look like? How are we going to do that? We'll do our blue and white game or, uh, late August, which is just a scrimmage, fun community event. Again, our goal is to create events inside the event so they come and want to be part of something bigger than themselves, not just the game. Um, but we're going to set up pretty consistent meetings on how to create an amazing fan section. I think if we if we can master that piece, um, a lot of this stuff's going to take care of itself. Um, that's our goal. We're always going to have one-offs and things that happen, but you create an amazing environment. I think they're going to want to come and want to be part of something really special. Well, if, if this, uh, and I'm sure it will be, but if there's anything even close to the success of some of the projects you've been the lead on for the last couple of years, uh, it's going to be phenomenal. So uh, listeners, uh, I encourage you to reach out to Suzanne. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, she's a real pro. Suzanne Vick, always great to talk with you. Uh, I'm going to have to get out to Washington or you're going to have to come down to Florida. Yes. Uh, but uh, all the best as you wrap up uh, this school year. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks, Jake. Okay. For listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews get uploaded to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back next week for more Wednesday wisdom and just about every day on the Educational Lady Podcast. We'll see you next time. We couldn't do Wednesday Wisdom or the podcast without our sponsors. So I want to take a, another moment and give them all a shout out. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but Final Forms is more than forms. Uh, they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Uh, they can help with reminders for parents about policies and physicals, um, can help with certification management for coaches and for ADs. They can uh, help you with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. To take the next steps, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake and find out exactly what they can do for you. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate money for your department and create the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or shoot them an email at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. See what their fantastic products can do for you. We also want to thank Gipper. Uh, go to gipper.com and find out how you can create custom branded content for your school's social media platforms. You don't need any special training or any additional devices. It's so easy. Even I can do it. Go to gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Educational AD podcast 
and figure out how you can create custom content for your school's website. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs. Uh, their mission is to bring your school's legacy to life on their interactive touchscreen consoles. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or you can email them at sales at Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Let them help you showcase your school's history and your proudest moments. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank Huddle. Uh, when I was a football coach, we used Huddle. And as an AD, our school was a Huddle school. We had the smart cameras. We had the analytics. All of our coaches loved it. And the customer service was fantastic. Go to huddle.com and find out how your school can become a Huddle school like mine was. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Uh, they allow you to collect comprehensive data that helps you improve your entire athletic program. Go to athleticsurveys.com or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack lets you keep a finger on the pulse of your parents and your student athletes and help you take your athletic program from good to great. And finally, we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I didn't get a chance to use Hometown Ticketing as I retired just as they were coming into vogue, but I've talked to, I can say, hundreds of athletic directors that use Hometown Ticketing and swear by their product and the customer service. Hometown Ticketing truly lives up to their slogan, simple and easy online ticketing. Go to hometownticketing.com for more information. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.